Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. But right now on the line, I'm joined by Susie Cato. Morena to you, Susie. Morena, how are you? I'm very good. And yourself? Yeah, very well, thank you. You know what, though, Jamie? I do really need to start it the proper way, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do, it, Susie. It's our time. Kia ora, talofa. It's our time. Official time of day. It's our time. Just me together. It's time to say hello, get a cake, a queen. Hello, my friend. How are you today? I am very good, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, thank you for allowing me to do that. Oh, thank you for doing it. I was not expecting it, and oh, I've never been redder in all my life. Oh, sweetheart. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> does, it, does it take you back a few years? It does take me back a few years, Susie. It really does. Um, to a to a beautiful time in my life. Great, great, and that's what I love is that through things like Dancing with the Stars and and opportunities like this conversation with you and the conversation that I'm going to have tonight, I've got to reconnect with so many wonderful little people who are now wonderful big people. So mm. it's a real honour. Yeah, I mean it's amazing though. Like it's it you get to do this reconnection, but um, you've never been forgotten. You know, you're one of those lasting figures uh, in our lives, especially people of my age and, and a bit younger and even older. Um, where you know you you're you know you'll always be there, and and that, that's 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 a really special thing um, to be. For, and I can imagine that it brings you a lot of joy. Oh, it certainly does, Jamie, because I'm really just a small cog in a great big wheel that made that program. Mm. But because I was the presenter, I get to take all the, um, all the rewards from it. <laughs> quite selfish. No, I'm not quite selfish, but I am very aware that I am just a small cog. But I just know how fortunate I was. You know, I was one of 70 people that auditioned for that program. Wow. It, it had been running for um, a year with the wonderful Pauline Cooper from play school mm-hmm. and situations changed and they needed to replace her and, and she was moving on um, and so I was one of 70 people who auditioned and had only just started taking singing lessons which gave me enough confidence to sing It's Our Time yeah. to see you later and the other bits and pieces that they threw in that audition so um yeah, the stars aligned, and I've been very fortunate. Yeah, they did align, and like I mean, we'll go back to like 1990 when you got a phone call from the head of uh, children's department at TV3. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have you ever thought about doing television before? You were doing radio before that, um, and you know, you got this phone call, and then two weeks later, you're presenting the Early Bird Show. Yeah, yeah now, tell me you're not old enough to remember that, are you? Um, oh, hey, you'd be surprised how old <laughs> I am, actually. Um, but I don't remember it, to be honest. <laughs> hey, and I hadn't seen it be- really before I got that telephone call either because I was um, in my teens, late teens, and working and all the rest of it. And um, it was a program made for kids. So I got this telephone call and I went, yes, please. Um, I'll come and have a look at it. Yeah. Two weeks later, I was live on air. That's amazing. So, yeah, incredible. And, and, you know, what was the transition from radio to television like? I mean, you, you're used to having a microphone in your face and, you know, talking, but there's no, you know, um, which is putting a lot of yourself out there, but, but being on screen is totally different. Oh, it is totally different. <laughs> you know what? I mean, you could be sitting there in your pajamas, Jamie, couldn't you? That's right. Maybe yeah. I am. <laughs> and maybe I am too, but <laughs> nobody knows that because they're only on the phone, but... Um, newsreaders can be there in their beach shorts and their suit tops. <laughs> um, but when you are on television, you are exposing yourself. And 
your face is easily recognised. Although I'll laugh and somebody will go, oh my goodness, that laugh, I haven't heard that for a long time. Mm. Turn around and sure enough, it's me. You know, that <laughs> kind of thing. So there is that, that whole voice connection. Yes. And, but visually as well, there's no escaping it. No. Although, that being said, there have been so many people over the years that have said, I'm always getting taken for you. Or my mum gets tapped in the shop supermarket are you Susie Cato so what I love is that you know it's a universal thing yeah yeah. Mm. I, what I love about the early bird show not that I ever remember it but you got to work with David Hartnell that's yes. incredible uh, Rude the Bugman who you know I mean another one of those recognisable people from that time um, one who I've talked to before on the show uh, and is an absolute delight oh yeah and Annabelle uh, Langbone as well yes yeah. Yes, all that wealth of talent. And what I loved about um, Rick Simpson, who uh, was the creator of that program and who had done so much kids' telly. And, and at that time, there were nine children and youth programs on TV3. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. When you look at what's on, on broad, main broadcasting now, mm-hmm. there was nothing. So, but there was a real focus on children and, and children's content at that time. And um, they were providing quality stuff. There was um, a music program for youth. There was In Focus with um, Stephanie Tuavehi, who um, she went on to do Shortland Street and so on, mm-hmm. um, which was a kids' teens program and quite in-depth. They had Yahoo, they had yeah. all kinds of things. So um, to have been in that, with that ilk was, you know, was pretty good. It was, uh, I was honoured. Yeah, it was a strong time, and, and you know, you, and you were competing against TVNZ as well and TV Two, and they had a really strong lineup at the time as well. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, my time was huge. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, there was Jason Gunn. Yes, um, just before I started, um, three forty-five live was actually oh, on, wow, yes. still going when I was there. So that was Phil Kogan <laughs> and Phil Kogan. yeah, um, Andy Moore Elder. Yep, yep, that's right. Yep. Yep, mm. yep. Wow, amazing, amazing. Uh, and then, um, you know, f- from that um, came you and me, and you had to move down here to Otipoti, um, mm-hmm. which couldn't have been too bad of a thing. And then, you know, 2,000 episodes, Susie. I mean, that's incredible. Were you shocked by the amount of love you got for that show? Well, the, the number of years that it repeated, too. Yeah. So, um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we started filming that. I started filming in 1993. <laughs> um, and we finished uh, just before 2000. Yeah. And it was wow. still playing in 2005 when my daughter was born. It came off air just before she was born. Oh, no. Like, You're joking. Finally, I have bubbers of my own and it's not on anymore. Yeah. So she watched it occasionally on DVD. But you know what I love about that program is that People from all walks of life, people who didn't even have children, would find that they watched it. And as one businessman said to me, I was um, at an event in a mall, and he said to me, hmm, I've seen your program before, you're fully suited, tired. <laughs> and he said, Do you know what, I've, I've seen your program before, I was homesick, and he said, I found that I watched the whole thing without being any further nauseated. <laughs> and, and he said, I was very pleasantly surprised. It was like, yay! <laughs> That's but, amazing. But the, the number of elderly who watched it, because I might be the only person in their day that said, hello, my friend. Mm. How are you today? Yeah. Wow. Um, when I was uh, filming in Dunedin, we were just coming to the end of um, You and Me, and it was about that time that, what was the name of the big um, department store that closed? DIC. Was it the DIC? Um, or Penrose's? No. It was or Decker? Li- it was along the lines of Ballantyne's in Christchurch. It was a oh, big, It was the DIC. Yeah, it would have yeah, been the DRC. Yeah. It was, um, there were people there that were going to be without work. 
and um, I went in to have a look at the sale, as you do. Yeah, yeah. And 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 one young girl came up to me. And she said, oh my God! She gave me the biggest hug, and she said, "I, you're the reason I get up in the morning." She said, "Oh I've my got, God!" Yeah. She said, "You say hello to me. You smile and make me feel happy, and then I head off to work, knowing that at the end of the week, I won't have a job to go to." And you just go far out. How can a television program? For kids, connect to so many people like that. What is there for kids and people now? So yeah. uh, the, the screens are very diverse and there's lots of interesting stuff, but, but how are they connecting? Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, uh, looking forward tonight to, to reconnecting with some of the, the young people that watch me and I don't know, having a hug, having a sing-song, having a, a chance to just say, hey, you guys are amazing, you're doing really well and just look out for each other. And before we get on to that, just quickly, Susie, one of the things that always struck me about the show, and I think was mm -hmm. very important, was the use of Tereo. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was quite groundbreaking for that time. And, and, uh, and you know, yeah. For a yeah, long... look, there was um, uh, Ollie Olsen, I think, had introduced Māori uh, within his show. Do you remember um, Get Caught to After School? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, so, yeah, so Ollie Olsen had started before us. But, yes, we introduced a great number of things, including um, Ted the Ted doing... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the song. Something about, and out the other end comes Pooh's and we we, we we talked about the toilet and about potty training and all those sorts of things on yeah. television. <laughs> it gave me this. They gave me the strength to um, do poos on um, Susie's world, and following the big beans. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the one. I know the one. <laughs> and it's great because you can get like people probably connecting with this stuff on YouTube now. So you can go back. You know, the future is now. Yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, but, yeah, I've got a YouTube channel where yes, I have you some You and Me, I've got some Susie's World, I've got a whole lot of kids in the last couple of years um, doing arts and crafts, and I'm chair of um, the Kiwi Kids Music Trust, and that is over 100 singer-songwriters who are writing songs for kids. So everybody from the Wonky Donkey Man, oh, yes. Frank Smith, to Anika Moa, mm -hmm. to Liberty Beat, you've got Rainbow Rosalind in Dunedin, yes, and right. uh, Michelle Jackson, got um oh there's just so many wonderful people around the country who are making music for kids and we went my goodness if they had the best kept secret we've got to do something about this um out of that has come even um a couple of songs for myself so it's been really really interesting to i don't know reconnect and and, and just be a part of what i love doing which is uh, making content for kids and families. Yeah, and it's really important. It really, really is important. Um, speaking of things that are important, you're coming down uh, for an evening with Susie Cato tonight, hosted by OUSA and the Otago University's um, Psychology Association, Students Association, um, to talk about the well-being and mental health around exam time. You know, it's... Um, it's a really stressful time. There's a lot of pressures that come on people, especially, you know, these just, we're talking about 18, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, still very young in the development of life. Uh, a lot of them have just left home for the first time this year, uh, and they're learning how to navigate through a lot of different stresses. Um, and, you know, and then, then exams come on, and you know that you've got to do well. Um, you know, and this can be quite isolating, can't it? Oh, it certainly can, particularly, uh, as you say, if you're away from home. But even when you're in home, your family often have their own stresses, their own um, deadlines that they have to meet and bills that they need to pay and things like that. So, yeah, it is. A, it, is it can be a very stressful time. Mm. It's how you deal with it and how you, you set yourself up to be able to cope that can make a huge difference. 
and that's by looking after yourself, basically. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And learning some mechanisms and, and knowing that uh, other people do it, going through the same things and talking oh, with definitely. people and, and you know talking to the organisations that are out there to help, like us, us at OUSA. Um, you know, with student support. Um, you know, what do you see as the main kind of ways of um, you know looking after your your well being around these times? What do you think people should be thinking about doing? Well, the things that we all need to do. It doesn't matter what stage of of life we're in. It's about looking after our um, our, our sleep, getting mm-hmm. enough sleep, mm-hmm. getting enough quality food, drinking lots of water, and getting exercise. There, you go, oh, how have I come to fit that all in? But you, and it's much easier to open a packet of noodles, that, that kind of thing. But I guess yeah. it's what you put with the noodles that, that give you that extra nutrition. But they are going to make a huge difference to you. Getting out and getting some fresh air, taking a break away from the books, all the screens, screens and, and the distraction of the screen. Go and be distracted in another way. I know it's raining a, a bit at the moment. Yes, it is. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You take a shower, you get wet, you just put a towel around you. Yeah. You go and have a walk in the rain. You come and have that shower, get warm, and then, then um, dry yourself. It's about doing some very simple, practical things. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. maybe taking yourself out of the environment where you're studying at the moment, going to the library, going into a cafe, going in where there are other people and some upbeat and positive energies, and going and hanging with people. Go and watch a movie. Go and... Go and watch a movie that's going to make you cry so you've got that release. You can yeah. release those tears. Go and see a movie that's going to make you laugh so you can just, you know, explode that laughter out of you um, and just take some time for you. Yeah, some great ideas. And, and you, you know, those first few that you mentioned, you know, that's just getting back to basics, but we forget the basics sometimes, don't we, to go back to just those basics of life, of, of, of just water and, and good food and, and walking about. Yes, definitely. And look, I um, really benefited from Dancing with the Stars. Up until then, I've kind of been a bit allergic to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really do a lot. But my goodness, the, uh, you, when you're doing the Dancing with the Stars, you, you overdo it. You, you're dancing for six to eight hours a day. Some, mm. of, some others were doing even more than that. But my goodness, the energy I had, the um, uh, a whole lot of aches and pains, definitely. But um, you, you can't help but feel good. If, you, if there's an opportunity to dance, guys, even if it's putting your stereo on and having a leap around the lounge or the bedroom if you've got flatmates, do it. Do yeah. it. Get moving. It doesn't matter how you move. Just move. Um, and while you're doing it in your bedroom, no one's judging. Go and do it in the dark. What are those parties with um, no light for no lights or something? Yes, like yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just go and move. Go and feel the music. Feel that beat getting through you and... And if you've got the chance to for partner dancing, I'd say do that as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The um, uh, non-sexual contact is very, very important. Yeah, and, indeed. And that's an important thing about I ended up speaking in Wellington with my dance partner at, about um, non-sexual contact. And at, at their um, health week last year, and we did a bit of a dance class as well. And it was so good to get, there were hundreds of people out on their courtyard, and we were just went through some, some very simple moves right up to the more sexy samba moves and salsa moves and things like that. And it was just reminding people that when you're on the dance floor, it's not leading to anything else, it's just 
you Just guys having fun and sharing some energy and enjoying the beat together. Indeed, indeed. And I do that um, quite a lot with a lot of my friends, and it's good. It's great. Yeah, excellent. Great Wonderful. Yeah, and, and, and of course, OUSA has plenty of clubs, including a lot of dancing clubs, where people can go along on a daily basis and, uh, and do those exact things. Yeah, and know that um, that first time is always the hardest. Indeed. You're in Dunedin tonight. You're in Otipoti tonight uh, with uh, the U, with USA and the Otago Student Psychiatric Society. Um, an evening with Susie Cato. It's down at the main common room, um, which is right in the middle of the campus. Uh, it's six o'clock. Anyone can come along um, and hear um, you talk about how to deal with the stresses around exam time uh, and also uh, share a little bit of your story. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be a nice casual evening, just a, a bit of a conversation, really, with the chance for questions and answers afterwards so yeah just looking forward to having a little corridor and a sing song you yes. can have it's our time and we'll maybe have CC later at the end and it might even be a little bit oh, I don't know head shoulders knees between or something like that. Well, that's good. Well, that's good exercise, you see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's good to get your stretches out there. Um, brilliant. Well, um, Susie, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure and honour to have you on the show this morning. Oh, thank you so much. I've loved, I've loved chatting, James. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a pleasure, and I hope you have a wonderful journey down here to Otipoti and um, you know, reminisce a little bit while you're here about yes, your times. Definitely. You know, it's some very um, you know, it's, it's where you and you and uh, me was was done, and uh, I, I guess a lot of people don't realise that that it was filmed down here, but it, but it was. And it's, yes, it's we were out in Green Island. Yes, at yes. the old civic theatre out there, and I flew down for two weeks of every month for five years. So I fly down for two weeks, go home and four hours. Oh wow! And then come back down. <laughs> oh wow! Gee, big budget back then. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and that's also where our play school was filmed for for many years as well at the civic centre out in Green Island. Oh, was it? I believe, yeah. It was. I think it was. It was at TVNZ for a little bit uh, in town, but you know, I think it was filmed out at the Civic for a while as well. Oh wow! I did not know that. Mm, mm, that's right. And now I think it's. Uh, it might be a theatre again. Well, the last I drove past, and that was a couple of years ago, because I was down for Wild and Eden, which I'm coming down for next year as well. Oh, marvelous! Um, um, it was at medical centre. Or I think I'm going to find out on my way past when I arrive this afternoon. Yeah. Um, I'll drive through Green Island and have a look. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right, um, Susie Cato, thank you so much. Um, and could I trouble you to say goodbye to us? Oh, certainly. I'd love to. All right, thank see you very you much. See you later, it's time to say goodbye. See you, see you later, I've really got to fly. See you, see you later, it's time for us to end. See you, see you later, I'll be back again tonight, in fact. So long, see ya, in order. Goodbye, my friends. See oh. you tonight. All right, goodbye, Susie. Thank you so Thank much. You, <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Susie Cato, tonight down in the main common room, 6pm, get along and um, meet the ever-wonderful and amazing Susie Cato. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.